You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, November the 5th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF has released the name of an IDF soldier killed in fighting in the northern Gaza Strip last night. Sergeant Yonatan Maimon, age 20, of Ofakim, a fighter in the Nahal Reconnaissance Unit. Additionally, another soldier in the Nahal Reconnaissance Unit and a reservist in the Armored Corps were wounded in the fighting. Since the start of the IDF ground offensive in the Gaza Strip, 30 IDF soldiers have been killed in the fighting. Rocket alerts sounded a short while ago in the north. Earlier, the IDF said that the Iron Dome intercepted a drone over Lebanese territory that approached the Israeli border. The IDF spokesperson said that the aircraft was tracked throughout its flight by Air Force systems and was intercepted deep within Lebanon without ever penetrating Israeli airspace. Separately, the IDF said anti-tank missiles were fired at an area near the northern community of Avivim and rockets were fired at the Malkia area on the Lebanon border. The IDF responded with artillery fire toward the source of the rocket fire. Siren alerts were heard this morning in the north and the south, including Netivot and the Gaza periphery. There were no reports of injuries or damage. Israeli ground forces operating in the northern Gaza Strip located Hamas rocket launchers in close proximity to a children's swimming pool and a playground. The IDF released footage of troops locating the rocket launching positions amid efforts to uncover and destroy Hamas infrastructure. An army statement said this is further proof of the Hamas terror organization's use of the civilian population as a human shield for terror purposes. On day 30 of the war, the IDF continues ground operations in the Gaza Strip. The army said that since the beginning of the ground offensive in the Gaza Strip a week ago, it has struck more than 2,500 targets by land, air, and Navy forces. The IDF spokesperson said that Israeli security forces on the ground have killed numerous terrorists in close combat and directed aircraft to destroy terrorist infrastructure, weapons storehouses, observation posts, and operational command centers of Hamas. Israeli security forces operating in the Strip also reported that Hamas booby-trapped many homes of Gaza residents who fled south. The commander of the Negev Reservists Battalion told Khan's Reporter Carmela Menashe, among military reporters embedded with the IDF forces over the weekend, that in many of the homes are tunnel shafts. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has suspended Heritage Minister Amichai Eliyahu from government meetings until further notice after the member of Itamar Ben-Gvir's Farid Otzma Yehudit party called dropping an atomic bomb on Gaza an option before later walking it back as a metaphorical remark. Asked in an interview with Radio Kol Berama whether an atomic bomb should be dropped on the enclave, Eliyahu said that's one way. When asked if he would be concerned about harm to hostages held by Hamas in Gaza, he said, why are their lives more dear than those of our soldiers? Eliyahu is not part of the security cabinet which is involved in the wartime decision-making. In the subsequent outcry over his comments, Eliyahu tweeted that it is clear to anyone with a brain that the remark about the atom was metaphorical. And he added simultaneously, it is clear that the state of Israel is obligated to do everything to return the captives alive and in good health. 
Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's initial reaction before the suspension was that Eliyahu's remarks are detached from reality. Israel and the IDF act in accordance to the highest standards of international law to prevent harm to the uninvolved and will continue to do this until victory. A con reporter says Americans were frustrated and angered by Eliyahu's remarks, calling them damaging to efforts to give Israel diplomatic breathing space. Hamas, in reaction, said his declaration reflects the unprecedented terror the Israeli government commits against the Palestinian people and the danger to the region and the world. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken held talks in Ramallah this morning with Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas. Blinken met yesterday in Amman with Arab foreign ministers and on Friday in Tel Aviv with Israeli leaders. Washington is proposing localized pauses in the fighting to allow humanitarian aid into the Gaza Strip and foreign nationals out of the enclave. But Blinken has dismissed the idea of a ceasefire, saying earlier it would only benefit Hamas, allowing it to regroup and attack again. The U.S. Secretary of State is slated to visit Turkey for talks on the conflict. Ankara has recalled its ambassador to Israel for consultations against the backdrop of the Israel-Hamas war. Today, Chad also recalled its ambassador to Israel for consultations, the seventh country to do so since the outbreak of the hostilities. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 36 wanted Palestinians, 18 of them members of Hamas. In Abu Dis, IDF forces killed a wanted Palestinian, Nabil Halbiya, who had barricaded himself for several hours in his home. And Justice Minister Yariv Levin has informed the High Court of Justice he intends to convene the Judicial Selection Committee within 15 days. A con reporter said that Levin noted that during wartime it is not correct to deal with controversial matters, including judicial selection. He said that in line with the times, he will submit decisions that have broad consensus. The weather outlook, hot for the time of year, chance of local rain in the afternoon, mostly in the east. Tomorrow and Tuesday, gradually colder. Wednesday, no change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 29, Haifa 27, Beersheba 30, and Ninilat going up to 34 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>